Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Good morning, Christian America. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about your petition to God, your prayer to God, what prayer does for us, how it helps us, what scripture says about it, and how it's been under attack uh, here in this country and around the world within our schools and within our society. We're going to talk about that and more as we focus on the family this Friday. So good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Welcome to the podcast, Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company. Coming to you this Friday as we come to you every Friday to focus on the family, to think about how we can interact with those around us, those that are closest to us, to the nucleus of our families and our communities uh, who we can impact and we can have a greater impact on uh, and use the word of God uh, to influence their lives in a positive manner, to influence our community and our families and our friends in a positive direction. We can inspire them to seek out Christ, to seek out his word and his message and his deed and his love and his compassion because we know the ultimate truth that if that is the more that you have Christ in your life the more that you dedicate your time to him the more that you think about him and you focus uh, on him and you seek out his guidance and his and his help his help to live these daily uh, these daily trials and tribulations that we all go through the better off that we're gonna be the better off that they're gonna be the better off that our communities and our families are gonna be and it helps everyone it's it, it inspires everyone it builds a more cohesive family it builds a more uh, welcoming community it builds a more functioning loving uh, compassionate country something that we've gotten way too far away from and one of the reasons we've gotten away from it uh, or one of the tools that the enemy has used against us is the idea of prayer you know when it used to be long-standing tradition that when tragedy strikes when bad things were to take place that our people of of uh, position within our society and our country would come out and they would issue out thoughts and prayers uh, thoughts and prayers on be- uh, from them from the community from the country towards those that were in need towards those in tragedy whether it be a natural disaster or or, or something that you know something evil that took place uh, that gained attention and that we as a christian nation we as a christian community would come out collectively and take a moment of silence on behalf of the of the victims or the people that were affected most and that we would uh, give our thoughts and our prayers on behalf of uh, the, the the people who were tragically impacted in whatever uh, situation that we were we were dealing with and that has become the a source of mockery in our country today and worldwide today that that the idea of thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers not doing anything and we hear this a lot we hear this from celebrities we hear this from politicians we hear this from people that are supposed to be educated we hear this from you know the the intellectual community we hear it from academia we hear from our quote-unquote scientists and our medical uh professionals that there are no uh, tangible benefits to prayer that prayer is made up and that there's nothing that um 
that prayer does to increase the value or to increase the help of anyone uh, because they consider it a, a, a superstition, a, a something that makes us feel better, uh, the people that are doing the praying, like we are participating, like we're doing something. And that, and, and their mind and their opinion that that's not anything helpful. And so they, they mock it. And because they, they've mocked it enough, they've been able to also drive out prayer. They've, they've driven out prayer in our daily lives. They've driven out prayer in our schools. They try to drive out prayer in, in anything that has God in it or Christ in it. The the, uh, any monument that's on government grounds, any statement or, or statue or uh, legacy of Christ and the biblical or the Judeo-Christian principles that the country was founded on, they, they, they offer prayers on behalf of the one true God they try to get rid of and so much so that you know we posted an article not too long ago about you know a movement to get in God we trust off of our money. Uh, and, and it, so far it's failed. The Supreme Court upheld the decision that in God we trust uh, can stay. And, and we applaud that because in God we do trust. And if, and if we are so driven by money, if people in this country and this world are so driven by money that they want to consume as much money as possible and they have those dollar bills or the, those coins in their hand, at least... The very least we can do is provide them with a message of trusting in God that they will see uh, when, they, when they hold that money. If they, if they think it's, it's so dear, hopefully that that message gets to them that maybe, just maybe, that we trust in something a little bit more greater uh, than, than, than money and things and stuff. And that would be uh, the, the one and true almighty God. But this idea that prayer doesn't help. Uh, this idea, this false idea that that prayer doesn't help, uh, it, it, it's just not grounded in, in anything uh, that we Christian Americans believe. And I want to tell you guys a story. So when you think that you know your prayers don't matter, I want to tell you a story. And the, and the story I'm going to tell you is about five friends. And these five friends care about each other. They obviously care about each other. They take care of one another. They do things together. They're, they they eat together. They go places together. And they love one another uh, as, as brothers do. Um, these five friends, uh, four of them are perfectly fine. But one of them, one of them cannot walk. And so the friend who cannot walk uh, is obviously at a disadvantage in life. He is. He he has to. He has to suffer uh, through things that the other friends do not. But the friends care about him so much that anytime they go any place, they take their paralyzed friend with them. He's paralyzed from the waist down. And one day, the the four friends hear of a healer, someone uh, that can fix their friend and they love their friend dearly as all friends do uh, and they have faith they, they hear they hear rumors that this healer has healed other people just like him that there's that there's hope that other people have been paralyzed and he's helped them walk and these friends would do anything to help their buddy they would do anything to show their love for their friend and to get him to the proper help 
to, to this place that where this healer can help their friend, can possibly make him walk again, make him whole again. Because the rumor is, is that uh, this healer has healed so many others. That word has spread that there's a, is there has been a breakthrough in the medical community. And these four friends pick up their buddy. They put him on a mat and they carry him to the healer. They hear the healer's going to be in town, in a nearby town, and they, they rush there with him and they carry him on, his, on their backs. And by the time they get there, by the time they get to the building where this healer is going to be performing these miracles, where he's going to be teaching and he's going to be uh, explaining the, the way that people can be healed, they're already running late. There is uh, no room in the building. There's so many people that they tried entry through the door and they can't because they, it's so full. There, there are people coming out of the doors. And so determined as they are, they look for an entryway. They look into the windows and there are no, there are, there is no way to get their buddy who cannot move, who cannot walk into one of these windows. But they are not deterred. These friends and the love of these guys for their buddy is so great. And they want the best for him so much that they don't stop. They've carried him this far. They're tired, they're sweaty, but they continue to move on. They continue the struggle because they have faith that if only their friend can be in front of this man, in front of this healer, that he can walk again, that he'll be whole again. And so they pick their buddy up and they lift him up to the rooftop which is no easy feat. It's difficult. It's high. They're tired from carrying their friend, but they don't stop. They don't relent. They get to the roof and they dig a hole. They start tearing off pieces of the roof and they dig a hole and they dig a hole wide enough and large enough that they lower their buddy through the, through the roof onto the floor inside the building and when they get there Jesus is amazed the healer stands before them and he recognizes their faith he recognizes their hope he recognizes these men and their love for their friend we don't know what the paralyzed man thought. We don't know if he truly believed in what his buddies were doing for him. Far too many times when there's somebody that's been paralyzed or a tragedy has struck them, they become bitter. They become unbelievers. They become disheartened. They lose hope. They are unwilling to change because they think that life has just gone too far. They feel sorry for themselves. They don't believe that there is a path to vindication. There, there isn't a path to being whole. So they tend to disregard and discard any hope of any options that they can have to heal themselves. 
So we don't know what this paralyzed man's mindset was. But we do know that his four friends loved him so much and cared for him so much and believed that Jesus could heal him so much that they carried him on their backs and they found a way to get him before Jesus. In Mark chapter 2, it says that when Jesus saw their faith, not his faith, not the paralyzed man's faith, but the their faith, the people that put the man in front of Jesus, when he saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. What does that tell you? That tells you that the prayers and the thoughts of your friends and your family to Jesus can heal you, can save you. If you have a friend, if you have a family member, if you have a brother, a sister, a, a niece, a son or a daughter that has gone away, that has turned his back, that, ha that tragedy has struck them, and they can't find a way back, they have turned away from Christ, your prayers, your prayers to God, your prayers to the Almighty, can influence Christ to intercede on their behalf, to intercede into their lives, to forgive them of their sins because of your faith, because of your prayers. When you truly, truly believe that Christ can do all things, when Christ can heal all wounds, when Christ can make everything new, when he can forgive us of our sins and you can spread that gift to others through prayer. Scripture tells us that it works. Scripture tells us that you are able to influence someone's life in a positive manner because Jesus cares, because Jesus loves each and every one of us and that he hears your prayers. He doesn't always give you what you ask for, but he always listens. And if, you're, and if your faith is true and your intentions are righteous, that Mark chapter 2 tells us that the love and prayers of your friends and your family can help you, can help you turn to Jesus, can help you come to Jesus, and Jesus in turn will, will forgive your sins. How many of us have family and friends out there that do not uh, believe that prayers work? How many people in this country right now do not believe that prayers work? But anyone who's been impacted by prayer, anyone who's had someone truly uh, and, and, and willfully and uh, emotionally invested pray for you. You reap those benefits. You feel that love. You feel that compassion. You feel 
the tangible benefits that prayer uh, give everyone involved. Because more Jesus, more Christ, more love, more compassion in the air, in in the energy of the world throughout the Christian American community community is a good thing. It's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good thing to spread Christ's message. It is a good thing to pray for others. It is a good thing to pray for our leaders that they make good decisions. It is a good thing to pray for our families that they stay true to what Christ uh, wants us to. And, and, and it's a good thing to pray that our family and our friends and our community and our country stay true to their Christian American beliefs, stay true to the word of God, stay true to the brotherhood of man, stay true to his word, to stay true to the scripture. Because the more of that that we have within our country, the more of that that we have within our society, the better off that we are going to be as a community, as a family, as a country, and as a society, and as a civilization. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you guys that if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to contribute to the Christian American uh, movement that we have going on, and and when I say movement, I mean that. I mean, we are growing exponentially. It wasn't, uh, you know, eight months ago, nine months ago, where we were sitting at very few followers. We were just getting our feet under us. And now we are up in the, you know, nearly 10,000 followers across all the social media platforms. The podcast continues to grow. The subscribers uh, com- continue to grow. The followers continue to grow. Uh, we want to continue that progress by getting you guys involved. If you want to be involved in the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian American Tea. Show the world that you put Christ in America at the top of your priorities. And that's the way we live life. We live life by putting Christ in America at the top of our priorities, living our lives dedicated to the principles that made our country. And those principles are principles that were based on the Judeo-Christian values. Those are principles that are based on scripture. Those are principles that are based on Christ and have his intentions at the forefront of our minds. It has his intentions at the forefront of what this country was founded upon. Individual salvation. Individual salvation is the cornerstone of individual liberty. Individual salvation is the cornerstone to what we know now as equality. Individual salvation through Christ Jesus, doing what's right, knowing internally, individually, what we do, how we live, impacts the rest of our uh, eternity is the same principles that this country was founded on of individual rights and individual liberties and and equality uh, because each person is made equal under God. Each person is equal in God's eyes, that that he loves us all the same, that we are all his children. And it was that principle that got uh, this country to establish that all men are created equal. Created equal how? under God. And who created them? God created them. 
You see how that all works? So if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, or hoodie, uh, or any other apparel or uh, paraphernalia that, that we uh, sell there on the website. Also, you can contribute to the Christian American community by continuously checking out the, Christian, the Good Morning Christian America podcast on the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian America. We are on Parlor, and the Christian American community is on Parlor. It is on Facebook. It is on Twitter. It is on Instagram. It is on IGTV. It is on Anchor. It is on Spotify. It is on uh, Google Podcast, op- Apple Podcast. We are growing. There is not an excuse not to uh, continuously check in and tune in to the Good Morning Christian America podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we release uh, various videos throughout the week trying to get you uh, some good old information, education, and inspiration for you to attack the world. So you can go out there and put on your full armor of Christ and, uh, and attack the world in a good way. Attack the world and it's in its evilness to spread righteousness and attack its wickedness, to spread life and uh, attack its destruction. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday when we come to you uh, once again here on the podcast, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay doing the right thing, and you guys stay blessed.